very good. So good morning, rise and shine. <laughs> rise and shine. We've just, we've just delivered a nice uh, praise the Lord anthem to each other. Uh, we did. Just to, to get us in the spirit. <laughs> the spirit. The godly spirit of this day. Rise, Jesus, Jesus shine. Wait, is it shine? <laughs> rise. <laughs> Yeah, it, it was it's, a banger back shine. in the day, though. It shine, shine, Jesus, shine. Like, when I was, like, seven, I would be rocking around that assembly hall, <laughs> flicking those hips about. Like, this is, this is my jam. It was a cheat. Some of them were so fucking boring, the hymns, but but that one was, was, it was the one. Yeah, like, were you cold, were you naked? Like, who cares? <laughs> But what I liked about Shine Jesus Shine is there was the key change that went Shine Jesus Shine and then it went Shine Jesus <laughs> yeah. Shine. It's like this is my moment. This is where I really come through. This were is you, what all the fans have been waiting for. Were you cold? Or were you naked? I were you there? I mean, I feel like no, that I wasn't. Song. It's too, ne- too much negativity for me. Of course, I wasn't there. It was about my ex-boyfriend. I feel like so my <laughs> withdrawal. Yeah, they wrote you a religious <laughs> hymn for your boyfriend. Got to see. <laughs> Oh my god, ladies, we're gonna get straight into it. So we are. We we know life is a bit bleak right now. Um, we we found out that you guys wanted to talk about isolation and its side effects on your life, on your jeu de vivre, on your passion, wow. on your sense of self. Is this a real thing? I don't know if you're just making up words, but it sounds <laughs> sexy. It's meant to be sexy because I am sexy. Um, so we asked you guys how it affects your lives slash health slash bodies minds souls um the side effects of isolation because we thought we haven't really got into that we've got into like how our lives have changed but we haven't got into how we're actually feeling and what the main side effects like are. specific side effects yeah like what yeah what are specific things that we do or feel because of isolation not because we we've come down with the illness no but because we've been isolating Exactly. So I was like, let's call it, I was to Georgia, I was like, let's call this the symptom, the symptoms of isolation. I was like, no, symptoms is not the right Yeah, I was word. like, yeah, it sounds really good, China, but maybe we should say side effects. Hmm? Maybe? Side just effects. Um, I just to kick off, I was just saying how I have a very long grey hair, which I feel... Do you think that's a side effect? I mean, it must have yes. grown pretty damn quickly. It did. It was feral. It grew very fast. <laughs> um, but no, the main, the main side effect that we know everyone's feeling, and by the way, this isn't going to be a podcast on like us ranting and moaning and whining. This is more to make you guys feel like you're not completely fucking mental for feeling these, these ways. Yeah, because um, I think it, it's probably valuable as well for us to to come uh, to a close maybe at the end and suggest that, yeah, we're doing the right thing by self-isolating and this is what we have to do. Yeah. Um, but there are positive side effects as well. Yeah. And maybe we should just finish by addressing a few of those. Or maybe we won't. <laughs> or maybe there's no positiveness. Or maybe there maybe is Maybe you none. can take nothing. <laughs> take nothing can deal with it. <laughs> that's my life motto well me too you know <laughs> um but yeah okay, so we'll kick us off chin main well main side effect that i think everyone's feeling i've been like texting my buddies a lot it not this is how my day normally goes i wake up i stare at a wall for 10 minutes <laughs> right and then i like get on with my little cute routine where i like read my book and meditate i know it sounds too good to be true but it's real um <laughs> then i get up and i work my life out sounds too good to be true <laughs> god's sake <laughs> I get up and I work out and then I sit at my desk and I'm like, you know, okay, 
right, can do this. Within about half an hour, I'm like doing a round robin, texting my friends being like, I'm so bored, I can't do this. I'm so tired. I'm so demotivated. I can't work. What is this? For some reason, is it just, is I one, no, it's not just me because we asked you guys on the Instagram. Like working feels like wading through fucking glass. It's like so hard why is it so hard and why am I so tired when I'm literally sleeping for 12 hours a day I know what this is the thing like getting up to speak to you today bearing in mind where where it's half past eight in the morning (laughs) on a Saturday fuck I am exhausted (laughs) what did I do last night did I go out did I go out on the town was I heavy drinking no no oh my god this is gonna turn us into such a bunch of pussies we're gonna go back to like having a nightlife and we're gonna have we're gonna leave dinner at nine we've got i've got to be in bed by half nine else i'm not gonna survive tomorrow i need my eight hours (laughs) regardless of the day regardless if it's a friday night i need my eight hours yeah so i i I ended up going to bed at like let's say half one last night Uh uh-huh and I woke up this morning at like eight o'clock and I was like, oh my, oh my, I've barely had any sleep. Oh no, my God, I know. it's so early. And then I was like, what? <laughs> like usually, cer- usual circumstances, I'd be out on a Friday. Yeah, oh my like, God. Yeah, you'd be do you know what out. I mean? You'd get you a for grip. One, you would be out as fuck and you'd be <laughs> I'd be out as fuck and I'd be <laughs> dancing the night away. What the fuck? Burning so, all those additional <laughs> calories in the club. So <laughs> in the club. Why, so why, why are we, so, are we so shattered? What like literally shattered though? Like I kind of want to pull up some texts that my friends have been sending me. It, it's a real grim moan fest. But like you know when you just have that one friend that all you do is just moan. So yeah, <laughs> I think it's, like, it's like one thing. One thing that we should take into consideration as well, especially this week. I mean, I know that we've all been tired. Yeah, but the weather affects your mm-hmm. fatigue so much. Oh my god, true. Like, I mean, like even though I woke up earlier lol earlier (laughs) this morning because I looked outside and the sun was out and there was a blue sky I was like okay but I'm still like I'm up and I'm ready and but if I'd have got up and it was pouring down outside like it has been this past week I'd have been like oh god all I'm gonna do today is just watch films and sit in bed and make myself feel even more sluggish no it's true I mean it's so true the weather really determines your mood and like it makes you instantly feel like you can't do shit when it's like the rain's hammering the window outside. Yeah, <laughs> like I know. It's it's like, yeah, it's like yeah, I'm stuck in here, but now I really have no choice even to go for my daily walk. Oh my god! I mean, do you know what? Fuck that daily walk. Can I just say, fuck that daily walk. Fuck, fuck Facetime. Somebody rang me yesterday. <laughs> Within thirty minutes, I felt like the life had been drained out of my soul. Well. Um, <laughs> And it was a person I wanted to talk to. By the way, on that note, the reason that sucks so bad, I realized why FaceTime sucks so bad, is because it's too intense. There's not like the natural stimulation of your surroundings. Like, it's not like you're like, oh, look at that guy. Oh, let's have another sip of my drink. Oh, let's have a natural silence. Instead, it's just like yammer, yammer constantly (laughs) with no break. And if you're not having a conversation... Like you are, baby G, you're having a makeup tutorial with your friends on learning origami. And let's be honest, that's intense as well. Quizzes are intense. All of it's just fucking intense and not a natural, like, human interaction break. So fuck the daily walk. Fuck the FaceTime. Fuck. I feel like you're having some bad side effects from this isolation, China. (laughs) I mean, obviously fuck my vagina because my vagina is just like... I basically put it away and I straight it, put it away in a little mini coffin and was like, see you like, in the <laughs> see future. See you when this blows over. 
when my dad when my dad catch you later catch you later vagina um my dad keeps being like yeah well we just don't know when this is gonna end (laughs) and i'm like thank you that's what we need (laughs) i literally yelled at him yesterday i was like dad i was like this better end soon because my womb is edging <laughs> and I cannot continue. Tiny, you're 29. Get a grip. Get <laughs> a fucking grip. Um, so I think, like, after that short outburst that you've just <laughs> kindly demonstrated oh, sorry. for yes. us, that's an example. You've clearly got a, a bit of a side effect of maybe the pessimism. <laughs> yeah, at the moment. Well, it's more the fact that because I'm on my own all the time, my thoughts spiral. So yeah. I, it's not like you're in front of everyone to give you a slap in the face. It's not like when you go to work and you have to pretend to be happy all day, which to be honest is what we do, isn't it? No, instead yeah. now we can just be morose as fuck all day. Because and don't they say that like if you, even if you're not happy, if you put on that you're happy, then it makes you happier. No, exactly. It Like it's um like a chicken and egg thing. If you pretend you're happy, suddenly you become happy later. <laughs> but yeah. when you're at home, obviously you can just be a moody, nasty bitch all day. And spiral deeper and deeper into the, the crevasse. Um, but yeah, I just wanted to say, so me and one of my best friends, we text back and forth just moaning about fucking everything. <laughs> cool. <laughs> like the language is like, <laughs> the language is like, I tried, but I don't want to anymore. <laughs> um, oh my God. Just sat back down at my desk and, sh- and cried, hate being on my own all day. It's fucking horrible. I was like, I know it's terrible. <laughs> and then we'll get drunk as fuck and then it's like you know and then we don't talk again and it's like i have no fucking motivation to do anything <laughs> but yeah i feel guilty because i have nothing to feel shitty about i just have no energy when i wake up why is the struggle so hard wow <laughs> yeah this it's... that's yeah i don't i don't want to be in there no i know you don't want to be in there but like we're perpetuating each other's misery. We're not like there to like help each other. Yeah, we're but like... you're making things worse for each other. You genuinely are because you know now that if you're having a shit time, and I don't mean it like oh you're feeling a bit sad, you can go to a friend and they're like oh it's free. don't worry, like things are gonna be okay. You know full well that if you go to that friend and mm. if she comes to you, that you're gonna give each other what you want, but what you don't yes. need, which we, is just we more negativity. Other. Yeah. We enable the fuck out of each other. Like a toxic, toxic relationship. <laughs> Maybe you need to have like a conversation. And but, this is the same with any friends that, because I'm sure that there's so many people out there who have this specific friend now mm-hmm. that they're like, I know that I can just rant and they're going to rant back to me and be like, yeah, this is so shit. But the best thing to do is like kind of go against that. Is it? Th- just... Yeah, but is it though? Am I best yes. to just ignore the fact that on the inside I'm crying? <laughs> no, because you're addressing it. But the whole the whole thing is you're and you need to do this for her rather than being like, yes, it's terrible. You need to be like, it's terrible. But and like usually you'll you'll catch each other because yeah, you you're always gonna feel a bit shit about what's going on. But you'll catch each other at times where one of you will feel better than the other. True, and we can pick each other up. Like it's like symphony. it's like when you go it's like when you go to a gym class with a friend and like you always have role reversal of one of you is like, "Oh, I really can't be asked to go." And the other one's like, "No, we're going. We're going today." Mm-hmm. And then like the next week that person's like, I really can't be asked. And you're no, feeling true. it. And you're like, "No, we're going to the gym. Like we're going to go." Yeah. And like you need to kind of spur each other on because you're never going to regret that gym class. <laughs> 
You're never going to regret that healthy conversation about your emotions. (laughs) No, No. I know that's true, but I also don't give a fuck. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Because when... I'm feeling like that. We, had t- I just texted you before this podcast, right? And I was like, I've been an irrational bitch lately. As yeah. we can tell, I am an irrational... To be fair, my period has ended and I feel- I'm a lot more rational than I was. I definitely think the hormones play a big role. But yeah. in the moment when I am feeling shit, the last thing I want is for someone to go, come on, chick, everything's going to be okay. <laughs> yeah, but they're not going to they're not going to just come out and be like everything's actually fine because yeah. it's not. It's not fine. Let's be honest. No. But like to guide each other through that pit that you're currently in at that time. <laughs> I'd be like, okay, you don't have to be like a deep individual because let's be honest, I am not a deep individual. <laughs> but I I do understand like I feel like one of my side effects is that I, if if given the situation, I could bite a lot easier. And do you want to know what's twice as bad? <laughs> and this is my own fault. This is like self-destruction. Okay. So I'm on the contraceptive pill. Hello, welcome to my world. I'm sure a lot of people are. Yeah, loads of people. And obviously at the moment, it's like <laughs> I take it every morning without fail. That's mm. just what I do. I don't want to be pregnant. That's just my life. <laughs> um and obviously that's because I've been having sex. However, t- these days not so much. Funnily enough, Aww. I'm I'm not living with my partner. Yeah. So yeah, I've I noticed more and more I was taking my contraceptive pill later and later in the day because I've been home all the time. Ah. And then the other day I was working on my laptop and I was like, oh my god, I haven't taken my pill today. So I ran upstairs and I hadn't taken it for the last two days. Oh, shit. So then, yeah, so then mid-pack mid came on my period out of nowhere. Oh. And it just messed up my hormones like an absolute, oh, We've all yeah. been there. We've all been there with that. And the thing is, like, it made me feel, like, so much worse than an actual period because, of, like, my hormones were twice as messed up because, like, my body was like, look, you've tried <sighs> to fuck us over with these pills in the first place and now here you are coming at me with some new regime. Oh, no! And, yeah, yeah so, you like... you fucked yourself hard unnecessarily. Yeah, and, like, my body was obviously like, you need, you need some sugar, you need some sugary foods because you're on your period. And I was like, no, because I'm not supposed to be. This is my own fault. <laughs> but then, like, I found that I was just like really irritable, like even more irritable than normal, <laughs> because like everything's yeah. piling on. Yeah, I know the, ir- the irritability and the period, uh, the sink is unbelievable. I, I can't feel like- believe it. I feel like biting back at small comments is is become a side effect of mine. What in general, or just to do with the period? Just in general. Oh yeah, no, definitely. But the the periods obviously maximise. Ma- it maximises I mean, it out. No, the fuse is short as fuck. I agree. I mean, like I felt really bad because I was working with my mom yesterday, and she was like monitoring the phones from her work, so uh-huh. they were all being diverted to her mobile. And obviously we work in the same room, but she was only covering it in the afternoon. Mm -hmm. So her phone kept ringing, but obviously someone else was answering it. Uh, And I was like, mom, do you mind just muting it? And she was like, oh no, but I won't see if it's it's ringing. And I was like, yeah, but you don't need to answer it because you're not covering until this afternoon. And she was like, yeah, but if the other person doesn't answer it, then I should really answer it. And I was like, well, can't you tell if your phone's ringing by just saying the story light up? And then I just couldn't (laughs) stop biting. And I was like, oh my God, I need to leave the room. 
But also, can I just say, is this a mum thing? Because my mum has to have her phone on so loud. Yeah. It's I'm like, like what? what's wrong with either turning it down or having it on vibrate? You're still going to catch that call, babe. Yeah. What? I was like, put it on vibrate and you'll be fine. Yeah. Hearing other people's phones go off during this time when I'm stuck at home really pisses me off. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> it really fucks me off. It's just, so it I think we should. Yeah, I think we should throw irritability into the side effects. Yeah. As well as fatigue and tiredness. <laughs> so really, it's really turning into a dark, stormy cloud of death already. <laughs> irritability, <laughs> tiredness. Well, I feel like as well, here's the thing is that I think irritability is a side effect of tiredness more so than in general. I think yeah. that if you think about it, when you're tired, you can't handle shit. Like your ability to handle normal things that, that you would just eh, let go just disappears. Like You sounded like a deflating balloon then. <laughs> well, can I, give, can I give you some of mine? So if I see the dishwasher needs emptying, I- I'm ready to leave. I'm going to get in my car and drive away. <laughs> if I see that my favourite mug is missing out of the kitchen like shelf i'm like no absolutely not if the sound setting is wrong on the sound system on the telly i'm like somebody needs to fucking die today <laughs> if my mum if i put something down and my mum moves it and i wanted it to be left unmoved i'm, I'm gonna cut a bitch <laughs> that but but what's funny about that is i'm not like that normally like no. I, I, it would just completely go over my head i wouldn't even be thinking about it but for some reason, I'm like an old woman who like suddenly small worries become big worries. Do you think this is to do with, obviously, do you remember when we did a podcast on anxiety like yeah. a while ago? Uh-huh. One of the the points that I brought up was people have anxiety sometimes when they have a lack of control. Yes. And we have no a control. very minimal. And I think, yeah. didn't we we get a response from someone? Yeah, hold on. So someone said... Not being in control of my own routine gives me anxiety. Yes. And I think that's like a massive point. And I think that moves us on to the whole anxiety, but around what's going on specifically. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Because people, like we've said, we always moan that we're too busy. But then as soon as that's taken away and you don't have a routine anymore, you're like, what? <laughs> Bring back my busyness. Do you know what I mean? So it's almost like we're trying to create our routines around what we can now do around the house. Yeah, which it's alarming because I feel like I've adjusted to it in some ways. And I am like, I hate this fucking phrase and you normal, but I feel like it is, I am used to it now. But there's something about it that still feels completely off. And I think just on what you've said, when you you are busy and you're non-stop and you're you get up and you go to the gym and you go to work and you commute and blah blah, blah like it's almost like a massive distraction from these mm-hmm. smaller niggly thoughts. You don't have time mm-hmm. to have those little niggles because you're just too busy being busy, aren't you? Yeah, yeah. Um, so what was it that girl said again? So being in control of her, not being in control of her routine gives her anxiety. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, it's true. And also because if you're living in a household with other people, your mm-hmm. routine has suddenly become compromised by others even things as silly as you can't get into the bathroom exactly when you want you can't um you know have your fridge set up the way you want because you're sharing your fridge you know like things like that like people so for example in my in my house my parents they clock off at four o'clock and have have an alcoholic drink Mm. I'm still sat at my desk now normally I wouldn't give a fuck but because I know they're downstairs having a jolly 
I'm like, well, I want to be downstairs having a jolly. Yeah, I want to be involved in that. Yeah. And like, usually you be in your working environment and everyone else will be doing what you're doing. And And that's what this comes down to is normally in your normal life, at any point during the day, you're surrounded by the people doing the same thing as you. So when you're at the gym, you're surrounded by people also at the gym, right? It's situational. And they say that building good habits is... it's the situational side of it is key as in being in an environment where other people doing the same thing so the gym Mm. is situational when you're at work it's situational like you're with other people doing the same thing when you come home you tend to have the same routine as your partner you eat at the same time now all of that has completely like just been tanked you don't have that situation to spur you on and motivate you to hold on to any sense of routine at all Mm -hmm. so try as you may it just don't feel the same like tell me is it I mean I know that you've been getting on well with your home workouts but I'd say most people in that department are struggling badly with the home workouts yeah because you need that change in environment to differentiate what you're doing that's what I mean yeah yeah doing it in your bedroom is not (laughs) And I mean, like, it's been okay for me because obviously the weather's been mostly dry this whole time. But I mean, yesterday it was pouring down and I was like, okay, I'm going to have to do it inside. And for me, like, it's either gym or outside or nothing. Mm, Yeah. And like yesterday when it was raining, I was like, oh, I can't really do anything because the house is warm. Yeah. And then I don't want to go into a room and just open all the windows because we've just heated the whole house up. Do you know what I mean? And (laughs) then there's me like, well, I'm hot. So enjoy the freezing cold. Exactly. Because you're normally you wouldn't think twice about that. You would just do your own thing, you know? Yeah. Yeah. But I think what what is the problem with with this whole situation is that if you think in your daily lifestyle, pretty much everything that you do or is part of your routine is a choice so the job that you're in like you chose to apply for that job and you chose to work there and you chose to commute to that place Mm -hmm. and then you go to the gym after you chose to go to the gym and these are all choices that you have and like these are choices from a wide range of choices do you know what I mean like you haven't you haven't got a limited choice whereas now when you're in your house Mm -hmm. you you can only build up your routine by limited choices. Mm-hmm. You're like, okay, uh, so maybe I can listen to a podcast or I'll read. So I'll bring I'll bring the reading choice into my day today, and then okay, I'm gonna work from home in these times. So then there's my there's my only option for working. Yeah. Um, and then in the evening, okay, I can do a workout maybe or some meditation mm-hmm. or have a bath. So I'll bring one of those choices in. And do you know what I mean? Like you have to build up your day and your daily routine yeah. from a very minimal... Limited. yeah. Yeah. Limited set of choices, yeah. And it just don't feel the same because it's not a social activity. Whereas a lot of things yeah. you've just mentioned, normally you do those socially. Like even like for me, the meditation, I would go and do that socially. I'd go to an actual class in an actual place um yeah so I think that that's definitely a huge source of anxiety is Mm -hmm. is what you've just said the mundane and just I think on that as well low morale because it creates low morale because I don't think you realize just how much in your normal life normal (laughs) I'm like what even is that anymore but in your like old life (laughs) BC um you have more way more social interaction than you think even when this is mm. why I hate when you go to like a supermarket I hate the self-checkout desks and stuff because I love 
having those little short conversations with people, even if it's just to be like, how many carrots you get in bitch, you know? Like, I just want <laughs> but you know, like even yeah. like talking to the bus driver, like talking to the Uber driver, you know, speaking to the receptionist at the fucking gym, like whatever it is, missing those small conversations that cumulatively over time create happiness because that's what interaction does, real life interaction. That is what for me is the driver of all this low morale besides the mm-hmm. fact, and it's a direct side effect of us having these contained no choice routines at home that you've just talked about. Yeah. Um, but there's obviously nothing we can do about it. I mean, I don't know about you, but when I go for a walk, <laughs> it's literally like, I think it's worse like rural. I think in inner cities, people are desensitized to the closeness, but I've noticed like going on walks and stuff, people will literally give you like a fucking six meter wide berth. Yeah. It's not two I meters. Know. It's like, I'm, I'm terrified. But do you know, like to kind of go against that in a way, like, yeah, people are avoiding you like nonstop, but have you noticed that people are so much more polite? Yes. Yes. Like everyone I walk past, they're like, hi, you're right. And I'm like, hi yeah have a good day have a good walk do you know what I mean like you say that because so let me just be devil's advocate for a sec so they're saying that one of the the most positive side effects of this whole thing is that people are becoming more neighborly I personally haven't experienced getting jiggy with my neighbors (laughs) like I I'm not feeling more neighborly well no not with my specific neighbors no no so what like I mean we 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 wave when we do the NHS clap that's a given Uh uh-huh um but I think in terms of like the village that I live in sounds like midsummer murders or some (laughs) shit like that but like in the village that I live in when we go for like our our walks and stuff yeah everyone that I walk past is always like hi you're right Mm. oh that's nice and you think it wouldn't have been a case before no I think people are definitely like we've noticed it yeah something that we've all noticed like when we've gone out like everyone's just so happy because people are craving exactly they're craving even like the tiniest conversation with anyone it's so true yeah okay do you know what is uh interesting because obviously the the person that sent in that comment about having a lack of control and yeah. having anxiety because of that mm-hmm. actually started their message with the fact that they're scared about the thought of going back to work yeah which i think is another thing that is part of that sort of anxiety um and the topic of anxiety like going back to work is something that everyone is like looking forward to but I think I think most people would happily work from home like a few days a week Mm -hmm. so there's times where they are like do you know what working from home is actually quite nice like obviously I don't want to do it all the time because I do want that interaction but it's almost like you can't have both because at the moment you work from home Mm -hmm. But then you also don't do anything else. This is Whereas interesting. I feel okay. like I feel like if if you had the option to work from home, but then you could still go out after work and you could still go out of a weekend, like yes. people would find it a lot easier. Yes. Okay. So th- so this is interesting. So this is the flip side. So this is just to recap. This is peop- so some people are feeling really good about being at home and being controlled through a routine. I'm yeah. worried about losing that they go back to work and other people hate the side effects of their own their original routine being changed yeah. and they're craving to go back to work so this girl then is actually she's getting to she does she wants to stay at home yeah 
and and keep I think it. okay, got I it. think that might be because I'm sure a lot of people feel like this. Like, I, obviously, a lot of people when it comes to their job, they feel like they have that. I think it's called the imposter syndrome. Yes, where like you, every everyone sometimes gets it. Um, where you feel like you sort of oversold yourself in the position and the job that you're in. Because let's be honest, everybody will apply for a job mm-hmm. that they're perhaps that perhaps is a little bit better mm-hmm. than than they are at that point and they grow yeah. into that position and mm-hmm. and that's why when you go for a job interview everyone's like oh my god okay so I really need to brush up on this and like I need to get this job and yeah. this is a really good job for me like it's going to teach me so much so everyone always feels like they they have that imposter syndrome at some point mm-hmm. um even like the biggest managers will say that sometimes they feel like a bit of a fraud in the fact that like they think that they've they've got into this position when they don't have as much experience as they should mm-hmm. um and i think at the moment we're all working from home and even if everyone from work is like oh you're doing a really good job and everything i think people have that anxiety that once they come back they're not going to have done as as much or as good as they thought they had while they were away yes do you know what I mean and then they come back to office and everyone's like well why didn't you do that while you're away or why didn't you do that and it's kind of like all of that pent up um sort of all the things that your bosses and managers have wanted to address with you they haven't Mm -hmm. because you've been and this is just something that you might conjure up in your own mind that people haven't addressed problems with you because you're working from home and they're not with you directly so yeah you can be concerned that once you get back into office mm-hmm. all of those problems are, are there surface. yeah yeah do you know what I mean no, com- does that make sense completely you know what you mean because you feel cut off like you're yeah. having very limited interaction with your peers and your boss at work so you feel like you might be in the dark about some things mm-hmm. it makes complete sense and also this, the whole time this is happening, working from home, yes, you are being way less productive. There is no way in fucking hell anyone, I think we said this last week, anyone that's got kids that has to take care of them while they're at home, who is also trying to work full time, anyone that's feeling this way at the moment, low energy, is being as productive as usual. So productivity is yeah. already low. I know in a lot of... Um, a lot of employees are also doing jobs that they wouldn't normally be doing in their job because they can't do the main bulk of their job, which then is very disarming and and not empowering at all. And then the snowball effect of all of that, as you've just rightly said, is going back to work with a sense of uncertainty and this compounded like low self-confidence. Because I don't know about you, but like in my my experience in working from home and then going to an office environment, your confidence really suffers when you're not mm-hmm. in that environment and then you're suddenly yeah. thrown into it and you're like, oh my God, like I'm not sure of myself. Like, Yeah, you- because like you say, it's almost like you're in the dark with yeah. things. Yeah. And like you just talking about that, it's just brought so many like possible thoughts that you can think like, yes. are they just keeping me on at the moment because they've got no choice and they need me? Mm-hmm. And then once this is all over, they're going to say, actually, you didn't pull it out the bag as much as we thought you might have. Yeah, or, it's like a test. Do you know what I mean? Or are they are they <clears throat> communicating or other members of the team communicating and saying that I'm not doing as well as I should be? And then yep. once I get back into the office, then it's all going to come clear. Um, yeah, well, a lot and of- I think there's there's so many different like thoughts that you can have during this time yeah I think the main but, thought people will be having though is that that they are basically the longer they stay working from home the more they're doing themselves out of a job because they're showing that they're dispensable which I think 
in a large part is an irrational thought because if you haven't been furloughed, whether you have or haven't been furloughed by your company, neither of those things are indicative of your, you know, your your value to the company. Some yeah. people have had to be furloughed, like the company's had no choice but to furlough you. Other people that haven't been furloughed, that doesn't mean that like you're more important than people that have been furloughed. Um, no. But the fact that you still have your job means that you are of value. Like yeah. whether you've been furloughed or not, you still essentially technically have your job. And that mm-hmm. means you are still of the original value. And when everyone gets back to work, you'll be of that value once more. But I do think mm-hmm. you're right. Like you, people will be sitting at home telling themselves that, because they feel so fucking useless right now. Because let's be honest, yeah. we all feel like we're useless right mm-hmm. now. How can you possibly think that you're worthy of your job or that you are, you, and not get that imposter syndrome and feel like you're not creating value? Because yeah. it's impossible to create much value right fucking now. Yeah, you know? yeah. I mean, just, just be, just take positive in the fact that you're still there. Yeah, exactly. Because like you say, it shows that they need you. Yeah. And I think we should probably address as well for those who have been furloughed, who have anxiety of then going back to work. Yeah, which I I know for this girl that's said about the thought of going back to work and not being in control of her own routine, that is, I know she's been furloughed. Yeah. So So I think, I think the, the fear there and the anxiety that comes from that is the fact that once you join back with the company and start working with the company again like you're going to be miles behind and there's going to be projects that people have been working on during all this time that you're not going to be aware of Mm -hmm. but just just think of it as you started that job originally with no knowledge (laughs) of what's going on but now you still have the basics and Do you know what? If a company is judgmental of you for not picking things up straight away, they're more for them because, like, come on, Mm -hmm. we have just been through a global pandemic. (laughs) Like, if you can't give a bit of empathy or sympathy for your employees at this time when they join the company again. Yeah. I mean, like... No, I know. poor for Some compassion needs to be shown because it's not a normal situation. Um, yeah really fucking tough though I think that is definitely the underbelly of a lot of people's anxiety at the moment is the work thing and the job thing and not feeling Mm -hmm. secure in that and we've got another um submission here I am grumpy as fuck and have more emotional ups and downs than ever before no balance Mm -hmm. yeah I mean we kind of covered that didn't we but the grumpiness and the no and not having any balance what is this balance issue is it the yeah. is it the not because I think that's a whole topic in itself. Like for me, the balance thing is normally I said to my mum last night, I was like, normally on a Friday and Saturday night, pretty much without fail, I'm out. Like I'm either on dates, I'm seeing my friends, yeah. I'm blowing off steam were those like three critical words, like I'm blowing off steam. We don't mm-hmm. have any way to blow off steam right now. No. In an environment. And I'm not saying that like it's not even about drinking culture. It's just about social culture. Even like going out, hitting the shops, like going for fucking all you can eat Chinese, (laughs) you know, but there's no, there's no blowing off steam. And I think that creates this feeling of there is no balance. It's just one big gray blur. (laughs) Yeah. Because like you say, like there's no way to mix it up. And, and when you say blow off steam, it's not even like, I can count me doing a workout at home as blowing off steam. No, you cannot. No. I feel like there's no balance in that. Like the way that I perceive balance in my life is 
a change of scenery exactly. and a, like unless I can have that change of scenery then I can't fully balance no. if you get me yeah and I feel like like there's been so many times recently where like because I've been working at home and because like I have been filling my days and stuff even if it's with pointless shit like watching Netflix or like just having a clear out um like eventually you you just kind of forget what's going on and then there'll be a time and it's usually when I've come to sit down with my parents and we have dinner because it's almost like a routine now of this is what time we'll be having dinner which is never usually the case (laughs) like we never usually have like a it's always around half seven whereas like before it could have been whenever yeah um but it's always when I sit down that I'm like this is just so weird (laughs) yeah when you actually and stop I'm like looking at the same four walls again yeah. and I'm like yeah oh my god same. we've been doing this for so long yeah and I've, I've literally been in my house for however long and I I don't know if you you get what I'm saying with this but do you find that when you're sick when you're unwell and you spend time at home you almost resent your house <laughs> yeah of course you do because you're like associating it with not being able to get out and literally not being able to go anywhere and I was and like you you kind of you you get a feel for places so say for example when you go on holiday when you first arrive to the hotel you're like oh it's nice but by the time you leave you have a feel for it mm-hmm. and I, it's hard to describe what no, that is yeah, but you an just attachment. have a feel for it yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I feel like your your attachment to your house or your surroundings at this time yes. is different now yes. to what it was before this all started. Yes. Like when you just knew it as your house and your sort of like place. your safe haven. Mm-hmm. Yeah, your safe haven to come back to after work yeah. or like after a night out and your bedroom. Whereas now, like mm-hmm. that's all you got. Yeah. And it's the lack of choice thing again. And it's yeah. the fact that it's, it's as simple as for me, too much of a good thing. Like normally you look forward to coming home, but now you're there all the time. It's just too much. And it's so funny you've said that. Like most of the reason I chose not to be in my flat for the duration of quarantine was because I didn't want to associate my flat with quarantine. I wanted to go back. And now, because I pop back and forth to my flat to get bits and see it and see it like it's a person, (laughs) whatever, Um, you know, check on it and stuff. And I go in, I'm like, oh, fuck, yeah, fresh space. I'm yeah. like, oh, my God, I miss my flat so much. And so I'm going to go back to my flat eventually feeling so yeah, good about that's, it. Yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah, instead of it feeling like this prison. And that is the problem, you're right. It's it's just too much. It's the continual... I know exactly what you mean as well. I'll, I'll, it's for me as well. It's when I sit down and have dinner. I'll sit there and I look at my, like, plate of food or whatever. <laughs> I look at, like, the surrounding room and the situation. It's all the same. And I'm like... I don't feel like I'm really there. I feel like I'm yeah. completely... It's like you you joked about it the other week, the Truman Show thing, but I genuinely feel... Yeah, no, I get that exact feeling. Yeah, like it's surreal. And it's like, you suddenly have that realisation and you're like, yeah. is this a dream? Yeah, is yeah, this yeah, real? Yeah. It's like, called something. I can't remember what it's called. It's like displacement, like phobia or something. Like, But basically it's when your brain can't seem to connect with making anything feel actually real around you or tangible and it feels like it's just kind of like in your head it's really yeah and it's really quite frightening and disorientating yeah no it is and like every time I get it I'm like yeah oh horrible but there's nothing you can do it's kind of like it almost makes you feel claustrophobic in your own emotion 
but it wow. also wow. And I said deep. I couldn't get deep. Well, bish, please. <laughs> Watch this bish get deep. Watch <laughs> I've seen you get deep a few times. Um, <laughs> it makes you feel. Here's the worst thing about it: is this constancy of things not changing and feeling like it's not really happening is it makes you feel like you're not living your life. It makes you feel like time's just kind of going by at a rate of knots, but you're not living it. You're just existing mm-hmm. through it. And mm-hmm. it, it makes you feel like you're being cheated out of like all this time. I feel cheated. Yeah. I don't feel like I'm yeah, so do like, I. living. I feel like I'm no. just existing and I'd be I'm cheated. Like, so like my gym membership at the moment, what they're doing, because I have an annual membership, they're just adding all the months that I miss out onto the end. And I'm like, can they do that with our lives? <laughs> no, dude. <laughs> can they just add on the months that we've missed literally, to our lives? <laughs> literally, that's exactly how it is. It's mental. It's like, it's like, I couldn't compare it. So my body's been put in like a, you know, a freezer. <laughs> <laughs> And I'm living, I, but I'm actually like consciously living the freezer time. And then, yeah, I feel like I'm going to come back out and like nothing will have changed developmentally in my mind. No. Like, when I, like I need a Bernard's watch or something. Yeah. I won't feel like I'm becoming rich or like I've had all these experiences. Yeah. Oh my God. And I God, get, I, this deep. is why I understand why some people are like, use this time to do something valuable because I know every time we're like, yeah. Don't take it like that. Don't take it like that. But if you think about what we're saying now and we're like, we're losing months of our lives. Yeah. Well, I guess if you were to do something valuable within that time, then you wouldn't think of it like that. Because you'd be like, well, it's fine because I've achieved this during all that time. I didn't just watch four episodes of Money Heist back to back. Well, Georgia, <laughs> congratulations because, yeah. Great show. You've wasted your time. <laughs> no, I know. Yeah. You want to, you want to, you do want to be productive to a degree for sure. Um, Mm -hmm. It's just a fine line between feeling productive and then not beating yourself up for not writing the next fucking, like, you know, Harry Potter novel. Um, (laughs) That's what I'm working on right now. (laughs) But, you know, it's that fine line, isn't it? Oh, my God. I feel like I feel quite emotional after this. Let's just check. I I feel like I feel like if if we I think we should still finish on on the positive. Let's finish on a positive. And the positive side effects. Okay, right. Let's just let's just address our thoughts and how we feel. I mean, I don't know about you, but I definitely feel that I'm taking more care of myself. Yes. Like I oh hundred percent. Like so, I this is this is just like a, a a pointless a pointless thing to say, but it's just demonstrating how I am. So. Obviously, I did a massive clear out. All the all the distant relatives obviously give the great gift of body moisturizers and all that sort of shit oh, for your birthday, and God. you just sort of like accumulate. Yeah, you accumulate all these <laughs> packs and bottles. And I am not one to morning and night do the whole moisturizing of Same. the body situation. Like I ain't got time for it. However, I was like, okay one thing that's going to make me feel good and and don't at me if this is weird because I don't give a shit mate but like I thought you know what I'll be really satisfied if I can get through all these bottles of moisturizer and then put them in the recycling bin and they're gone and they're gone from all my clutter in my room so I've been using these and I've been moisturizing every morning and every single night and I feel so good for it like honestly like I feel so good for it and I was like I'm taking so much care of myself do you feel moisturized I feel so, yeah, like my elbows 
Tell me if they're dry, because absolutely they're bloody not. <laughs> Honestly, like I'm rubbing it now and it's like, is there an elbow there? Or is it just, does it just continue from my forearm? Because it's so smooth. <laughs> I can't even feel it. <laughs> that is hilarious. So yeah, I think self-care at the moment is like so big. And like people are taking so much time to self-care because it's filling up your day. Yeah. But like, I think uh, uh, because I'm doing it so much, I'm like, how am I going to have time for this when life goes back to normal? You fucking enjoy it while it lasts. I know. I I was like, I'm going to have to start getting up another 10 minutes earlier just so that I can moisturize my elbows. (laughs) (laughs) But you know what? Something like moisturizing your whole body is it's it's the number one best self-care thing you can do. Let's be honest. It makes you feel so good if you can be fucking bothered to do it. Yeah. The amount of hair masks and face masks uh, that I've been doing during this time. You're glowing. Look at you. Thanks. I'm thanks. dry as fuck. <laughs> See, get on the hype. Honestly, it will be life-changing. <sighs> no, but, okay. So, so that's a big thing. I definitely think on that note, for me, I I have slowed down considerably. I've really stopped and taken stock of the way before this, I was eating my breakfast over the sink, falling out over myself to get out the front door. And continually repeating the phrase I haven't got time haven't got time haven't got time and I know uh, there's no way I'm going to go back to the way things were like as in constantly apologizing for being late because I'm trying to cram too much in my day like I need to just chill the fuck out I think we'll be more realistic (laughs) good point yeah because I'm like do you know what I found like obviously you are aware that I'm I make my life so busy and I'm like, why do I cram so much She thinks in? she's Gossip Girl, guys. She's fucking not, but she thinks she That's is. That's me, XOXO. <laughs> XOXO now piss off because I'm busy. <laughs> so, no, but I think what I've realised during this time is that how much I actually enjoy just coming home and doing nothing. I know. That obviously Same. it's a bit bittersweet at the moment because we've kind of got no choice. But... And obviously we're saving so much money, but I've realized that I think when things go back to normal, I'll take more time to just do that. Yeah, I agree. And be like, no, I'm not going to cram. I'm not going to make sure that I do something every single day. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to make sure that like, just because you've planned to come home and do nothing, that doesn't mean that you've got no plans. That's something that you've planned to do. Yeah, no. So you can't, Mm -hmm. like, even if you say to someone like, oh, I'm sorry that I've got plans. And they're like, oh, what are you doing? And you're like, well, I'm just going to go home and have a bath. And well, (laughs) yeah, sorry. Disgusting. (laughs) Germs. Yeah, like, even if your friend's like, oh, are you free on Thursday? And you're like, no, I'm sorry, I've got plans. And they're like, oh, what are you doing? And I'm like, well... I'm going to go home and, and have yeah. a bath and do a hair mask. And maybe and we like, won't well, feel like guilt not, about that, that. That's not, yeah, but they'll be like, but that's not plans. And I'm like, but that's my plan. Yeah, I love that. I so love you that. do you and I'm a do me. I completely agree. It's so funny. I overheard my dad saying the other day, um, I, I feel like I'm running out of time. And what he meant by that was, he can feel the end is coming where this is all gonna, you know, people are stuck, you know, and it's almost like we want it to go back to normal, but there's also a secret part of us that fucking doesn't because we like to chill, you know? Yeah, yeah, and I I completely get that, like I'm running out of time because I'm like, oh my God, but but I I thought we had so much more time than this. And I want to do this, this and this. Yeah, I know. So I tell you And it's almost like, because when this happened, you were like, oh my God, we've got, so many months of this but like bitch it's it's may no i know it's 
like it's fucking May. May. Yeah. So yeah, you are running out of time. So if you want to, you want to learn Spanish. Good luck, because no, it's true. The time is now. Use this. Use this week and this weekend to actually do the things that you think you're gonna have time to do because you ain't got time to do shit. Yeah, Time's things are on, things are things are on the look up. Yeah, and like we can be excited mm-hmm. because things are looking up. Obviously, we're still like really suffering, but like the numbers are looking better and like things are looking a lot more positive. So like be excited about it and. Mm-hmm. Make sure if there are things that you want to do, now is the time to get it done. Yeah. And like, you know what? Fuck it. Like, we've beaten ourselves up emotionally about all the things we've been feeling for fucking weeks now. I think now is the time to, like, actually just get stuck in, like, go hard or go home, you know? Yeah. Get some shit done. I know that that's definitely my goal for the next week. And I'll try and stop sending emo text messages. And all of you should <laughs> yeah. stop too. That's your takeaway. <laughs> Only send emo text messages that to people that won't send them back. Totally. <laughs> Whatever suits me and benefits me the most as well too. Fucking if you, if you send me an emo text, I'll be like, trying to sort your fucking self out. <laughs> get I, a grip. I wouldn't send you one though because I know I wouldn't get the reaction I wanted. <laughs> You're like, oh, I want to wither in my own self-doubt and yeah. sadness. And I'm like, yeah, well, I haven't got time for that. So... <laughs> That's what I'm here for. Oh, oh my god, I love it. Um, okay, guys, uh, peace out, a town, and yeah, have a fucking productive week. Yeah, we love enjoy to contradict the, ourselves. Enjoy the fresh sunshine that we've got coming our way because that's what we need right now. I just want to return. I know it's not as simple as this, and it sounds so fucking vapid. But I want to return to work just tanned and looking cute. Yeah, I'm like, <laughs> yeah, self care. <laughs> Do I look like I've been moisturizing every day? Because I bloody hope so. <laughs> And if no one comments on it, I'll be like, oh, this arm? You're looking at this arm? Yeah, moisturize every day, morning and night. So (laughs) suck it up. It's like that back to school feeling where you want to go back with a new haircut and like bigger boobs. Yeah. And new stationery. (laughs) A new new fucking pencil case. (laughs) It's so true. Smell my pencil case. It smells so new. Oh my God. We all used to actually do that though. Smell each other's pencil cases. Yeah, I was like, smell this. Smell this fresh from Staples. <laughs> Used to fucking love that Staples strip. Oh. Yeah, my dad would be like, "Oh, I'm going to Staples." And I'd be like, "Wait, wait, I'm coming!" Fucking <laughs> Christmas time. Yeah. Oh god, it's so true. Get my hands on that bad boy folder, which I'll never use. <laughs> I need more dividers. You know, did you ever used to um, like when you had workbooks at school? Did you ever used to like laminate over the top of them? Of course, I fucking did. <laughs> like sometimes I would wrap my uh, school books with like paper. wrapping paper. No, all of them were wrapped in wrapping paper and then laminated. I was like, you'll know that this is my English one because it's turquoise felt. <laughs> oh, those were the good days, the good old days, man. Yeah. Fucking e- yeah. eating my lip gloss until I was nearly sick. <laughs> oh, let's let reminiscing. I know. Reminiscing. Okay, right. It. Well, yeah. on that note. <laughs> Love you guys. Love you guys. See you later. (laughs) See you later.